Okay, good evening, everyone. Today's daf is Psachim daf Kuf Gimel. We are on Kuf Gimel Amin Aleph, about nine lines from the bottom of the two dots, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba. So Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba, he spent the Shabbos with Rava, and during his Shabbaton, he noticed a few things, and from that we have several halacha questions, and we get into some of the practice of what we do. Now, by the way, this is, some, this is a theme found often in Shas, that we don't learn out halacha from a story, we don't learn out halacha from a halacha. The Gemara says we learn our halacha from a maisa, that's aliba de hilchasa, from a story, from what happened, what transpired, and it was done correctly, that's the basis of halacha. What happened, and it was done by Tamid HaChachamim, and they were doing it for specific reasons. So you see this theme often in Shas. Okay, Rav Yaakov Bar Abba Iqbal Rava. He once spent Shabbos, in Rava's house. So Chazi, he saw the following. He saw a few things. First of all, he saw the Baruch. First, he made a Bari Piragafen, Akasa Kama. So he made a Bari Piragafen on Kiddush. He made, you know, that's what he's supposed to do. That wasn't the Kiddush, but the Kiddush for him was, Vahadar Baruch Akasa de Berchasa. And after benching, he made another Bracha of Bari Piragafen on the Kais, the cup for benching Vishti, and he drank it. So, what was his problem? We don't think anything's wrong with that. So I'm Why are you making a bari priagafen on the second cup of wine? You already made the bracha once. You made the bracha before you started your meal, and you made a bari priagafen. So why shouldn't that work for the bari priagafen that you have on your benching? Many Rishonim point out that his question was specifically for Shabbos. When you made the bracha, on your Bari Priyagaf, and you made that bracha before your meal. You made that for Kiddush, so that's not necessarily a bracha that's during the meal. So why shouldn't it work for your Bari Priyagaf that you're making after benching? Interesting question. So we probably know the answer to it. If we, if we had to stop right here, we would say, well, if you benched, doesn't that end your meal? And therefore, you need to make a new Bari Priyagaf. But at this point, the Gemara doesn't know that. So Amalei, Rava told Rav Yaakov, I'll tell you why I do this. That's what they did. And this, that's like the Masorah that I saw that they did in the Reish Kalusa, that they would always make a new Bari Piragafen on the Bracha, I'm sorry, on the uh, Kais of Yayin for Berchas HaMazen, for benching. So you got to make a new Bracha. So Amalei, Rav Yaakov, told, I understand in the Reish Kalusa that they would do this, this Suffolk Maisilon, Suffolk Le Maisilon. There, and this gets into the, one of the themes, one of the hot topics in Hilchah's bracha is, is at, what, at what point do we say your bracha lasts? For example, let's say you made a bracha on, I don't know, you made, you're drinking coffee in the morning, you made a shakal. So let's say you start eating something else. You find candy, you find, you know, your kid's shalach money, you start eating something. So your shahakal, for how, how long, for, what does it cover, right? So just quickly... Halacha is whatever's on the table, that definitely, it is definitely covered by that, unless you specifically had a mind not to eat that. We are also Mako for Ashkenazim, that as long as it was in your house, and you didn't have Das not to eat it, you eat whatever's in your house, you eat. So many of the Paiskim say in that case, you would not make a new bracha, because you, you drink everything in the house, you eat everything in the house, so as long as you made a bracha, you're good to go. The one exception will be if it's a totally different type of, of item. Let's say you made a shahakal on coffee, and now you're, you, you're looking in the fridge, 20 minutes later, you're looking for something, then you find the yogurt, so there, if you didn't have in mind to eat more, more food, then you would make a new bracha. But otherwise, either whatever you had in mind, or whatever's on the table, that works. 
there's a lot more, but we, we did that in, in the Mesathus Brachas. So, but the Reish Kalusa was different, because there, you're relying on the Reish Kalusa. You don't have, it's not your own situation. The Suffolk Maisilon, Suffolk Lemaisilon, you're not sure. You know, when you made that bracha of Bayer Priyagafen in the beginning of the meal for Kiddush, you weren't sure if they're, gonna, they're going to bring another cup of wine later on for you. And therefore, oh, they found another cup. So you can't say that I had it in mind for this. It was a suffix. So it makes sense that in the Reish Galusa, the hachi avdinan. But hacha, you, Rava, hamanach kasakaman v'daytin lenave. You had this cup of wine on the table. You knew about it the entire time. It's your bottle of wine. It's your house. You knew you were going to make, you're going to bench on a cup. So why do you make a new bari pragafen? So Amalei, Rava responds, I'm going with the tamidim of Rav. The Rav Broin of Rav Hanala, tamid the Rav Havayasibisuda. So it's another story that Rav Broin of Rav Hanala, they were tamidim of Rav. They were sitting by a Suda. And Kuf Gimamabes, Koy Alayu Rav Yevo Saba. So Rav Yevo Saba was their waiter. I guess that was his, uh, his chus. He was the waiter for these tamidim of Rav. So Amrle, Rav Broina, Rav Hananel told Rav Yevo Saba, Havlon Venivrach, bring us a cup of wine. If you look at some of the Sadurim, the benchers, they, they use this terminology, Havlon Venivarech. So we say, Rabbi Semavel mentioned, Rabbi Senevarech, but they would say, bring a cup of wine and we're going to bench. Let's bench. La Saif, a few minutes later, they changed their mind. Amrule, they told Raviva Saba, hey, waiter, you know, sometimes you're in a restaurant, bring us benchers. Then you say, you know what, forget the benchers, bring us dessert. Amile Havlon Venishti, bring us more wine. Ah, so Amaluhu Rav Yevah Saba, their waiter, who was a, a Tamachacham, he said, Hachi Rav, Rav, your Rebbe t- says, Kevadam Risu Havlon Venivrach, once you decided, we're going to bench, Itasra Lechula Mishte, you can no longer drink. Now, Machlekes, we him what this means. We're going to assume what it means is you can no longer drink without making a new bracha, Rishayna, because your bracha has ended, since you decided to bench, you've closed that window of eating from bracha rishayna to benching, and therefore you need to make a new bracha rishayna. Why? My taimo, there was a hesachadas, and because there was a hesachadas, you have to make a new bracha. So that's in a situation where you simply said, let's bench. What if you actually did bench? Of course you need to make a new bracha. So the reason why Rava made a bracha on the made a bariprayagafen on the kais of benching, of course you have to, because you, what do you mean? I was ready to bariprayagafen an hour earlier, but I benched. Not only if I benched, do I need to make a new bracha? Even if I just simply said, Havlon v'nevarech, you need to make a new bracha. By the way, that's the halacha. Once you say, Havlon v'nevarech, let's bench, then you can no longer eat without making a new bracha. And since there's a machlekes in the Rishonim, if you have to bench then and then make a new bracha, we say, don't even eat anything. It's better to just, to just bench. Don't eat anything, don't make new brachas, and wait till after benching to eat your dessert. There are a few exceptions to this. Number one, the Shulchan Aruch says, which seems to be different than what we just had in the Gemara, it's based on the, the Gemara and Ketzim of Archim, that let's say you're, you're, you're at someone's home, and you decided to bench. You're looking at the clock, you got to get out of here. Enough is enough. And you're, you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to bench. And then two minutes later, you see dessert. It looks good. And you change your mind. I'll wait another five minutes, right? So there, in that situation, you, were relo- you, you, you knew that you're not in charge of the food. And since the Gemara calls it, you're relying on Das Balabayas, you were dependent on the Balabayas. Therefore, you are 
allowed to continue your meal and eat the dessert, you don't have to make new bracha. Because your original bracha, when you started the meal, was based on whatever they're going to serve me. And even though I, in my mind, I was done, I was going home, I had enough of this place. But since, in, my, in the back of my mind, whatever they serve me, I'll eat. It's free. So, I, my das is on my host. Additionally, I think the Ramah says, let's say in your family situation, you rely on your wife, you have no clue what's going on in the kitchen, and she brings you more food. And, you know, you already decided to bench, but she brings you more food. The same halacha applies. You don't have to bench at that point. You don't have to make a new bracha. You, I mean, desserts, you might have to make a new bracha anyways. But the point is, since she's bringing you more food, you are allowed to continue eating uh, in, in that way. This halacha past just applies even if you washed my machreinim. If you're relying on the host, it would, it would work. But the other way, let's say you are the host and you're not relying on your wife, you're in charge of the food, and you, you say, let's bench, Rabbi Simavel mentioned, or you even, according to many Rishonim, even if you just simply wash my machreinim, I wouldn't say if you sing Shir Hamalis that that's considered ending the meal because that happens 10 times before you actually get to benching. But something like that where you really seriously say we're going to bench, then the meal is over, you would have to make new brachas. Okay. So, that was Rava's response. Again, just to go back, just to, so we don't lose the train of thought, Rav Yaakov went to Rava, and he saw what Rava was doing, and from that he's asking questions. What Rava did was he would make a bari peragafen on Kiddush, and then after benching, they were benched on a kais, he would make another bari peragafen, and he asked him, why are you doing it? So he said, I'm going like, Rav, it's a very simple hasachadas, and I benched, so of course I have to make a new bracha. Okay. They were sitting by a suda, and this wasn't this was not on Shabbos. So that a new waiter, this waiter was Rav Achabre de Rava. Okay. And Amemar Baruch al Kokasa Vikasa. Now there were three different practices what was going on here. Amemar, every time they brought him another cup of wine, he'd make a new bracha. And every two seconds he's making a new bracha. Marzutra Baruch Akasakama Vakasa Basra. He made the bracha on the first cup and on the last cup. So I was listening to somebody who was saying that's the same thing as, you know, some, some shuls. They bang by the first haman and you bang and make noise by the last haman. Okay, so baruch ha-kasa kama va-kasa basra. Rav Ashi, baruch ha-kasa kama v'sule baruch. Rav Ashi made one bracha, bari pregafen, and he did not make another bari pregafen throughout the meal. He made one bracha, he's good. So amal hu rav achabar rava anan keman What should we do? What's going on? There's three different opinions. What in fact is the halacha? So amemar amar, amemar said the reason why I made a bracha each and every cup of wine is nimlach ana. You know, he was on a diet. Every time he ate something, or this this case was wine, every time he drank, he said, that's it. I'm done, right? Nimlach ana. And I wasn't sure if I'm going to eat another one. And then I changed my mind. Tamu Uruki type, you saw it, you know, it tasted good. Then he decided, you know what, I'll eat another one. So every time it's a new beginning, it's a new achila, you have to make a bracha on each one. Marzutra Amar. Is that considered a bracha shin No, because bracha shin is when you didn't need to make a new bracha. Here you did. You need to make a new bracha because you decided you're done. Now, if a person is not serious, you know you're going to eat more, so that's not called a hesachadah. So if a person knows his history, that he might have decided he's not eating, but he's eating, so you would not make a new bracha. Here, you legitimately said, I'm not eating anymore. Then you change your mind, so you make a new bracha. Again, maybe Shraga, it's better to have in mind, to be realistic, that I'm eating until I'm really, really done. But I guess he was really done, and then more food came out. I don't know. So I'm my... Saying, you, have to say, you have to say, I'll get them, I'm saying. So that's my Chagas Rishon, if you have to make a, a bracha at that point. 
Most hold you don't. You just have to make a new bracha rishayna because your bracha rishayna ended. Your bracha achrayna can work as long as it's one big meal. Your benching works. It's just the bracha rishayna that doesn't work. Okay, Marz, uh, so that was Amema. Marzutra said, "I'm going like Rav, which was Tamidim of Rav. You have to make a bar prayer from the beginning, and then at the end when I benched, I would have to make a new bracha, uh, a new bar prayer on the benching." Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says no. And what did he do? Ravashi just did one bracha in the beginning and that was it. He said, Let's we do not paskin uh the Rav. We don't pass in like Rav. Why? And I'll bring you a raya. What's my raya? My raya is that the same way we're gonna see, we saw that Havdallah was not a hefsik between Bayapriya Gafan and drinking it. So too, Birchas Hamazin should not be a hefsik. What is he talking about? Daha, and this is the connection to the previous sugya. The previous sugya, we were busy with all the different names, Yakna Haz, Yanhak, Yakna, right? In those situations, everyone agreed there was only one bracha of Yayin. There's only one Yud. There's only one Yayin. So let's say, Yantiv Shecholei Sacha Shabbos. You have a Matsoi Shabbos that's Yantiv. Vamar Rav and Rav said, Yakna Ha. You make the bracha of Yayin, Kiddush, Ner, Havdalah. And then you drink the, the grape juice, right? But hold on a second. Didn't I have a Hesach Hadas? I had a break between the Bar Pragafen and drinking it. I had. Havdalah. So the Gemara says, Vallahi, what type of raya is that? Hasam, when you said, I want to bench, you just decided you're not eating anymore. That is textbook Hesachadas. I have Hesachadas from my meal that I benched. Not even that, even if you simply just said you're going to bench, that's called a Hesachadas. But hacha, when a person simply just made Havdalah, when he's holding that cup of wine, he's making, uh, he's making Kiddush, right? When he makes Kiddush, and then he says Havdalah on the same cup, would he decide not to drink anymore? Of course he's drinking that wine. That, and, and Pesach is going to be the first of Yadal of Kosis. You're for sure drinking that wine. There is definitely no Akira's Das going on there. Okay, now by the way, we, we know just from observing, you know, when people bench alakais, we definitely make a new bracha. You make a bari pregaf, and we paskin like the tamidim of Rav, that once I benched anything that comes subsequent to the benching, you will need to make a new bracha. Okay, Viter. We're going back to Rabbi Yaakov. Again, Rabbi Yaakov was once had a Shabbaton by Rava, and he saw a bunch of things. So the first thing he saw was Hagafen before the meal and Hagafen after benching. So we dealt with that. Now, we're up to Havdala now. When it came to Havdala, the Shamish of, of Rava got up. The Alik Avuka Mishiraga. He lit a torch from the Shiraga from the candle. Now, it seems that he was doing something different, that simply you could have just made Havdalah on the candle. That's what Rabbi Yaakov uh, assumed. So Amalei, Rabbi Yaakov was bothered by this. And he said, Why did you need to light, we're going to call it the Havdalah candle, why did you need to light the Havdalah candle from your Shiraga, from your simple candle? Again, if you look in the, in the Paiskim, we have to just think how life was back then, that they didn't have electricity, they had lights, your lights were all over the house that lit that, that gave you light in your home, and you had basic candles. So why did you need to light a havdalah candle? Why didn't you just make the bracha of bayre ma'areish on your shruga? Hamancha shruga. You have it there. You have a candle, a beautiful candle right in front of you. Why don't you make the bayre ma'areish on that? So Amalei, Rabbi told Rabbi Yaakov, I don't know. Shama midati dinavshikavid. My servant did it on his own. But honestly, I have no clue why we do it. So Amalei, Rabbi Yaakov said, what are you talking about? Rabbi, you don't know. Come on. If the 
Shamish didn't hear that you specifically want this being done, he wouldn't have done it. Now, some Rishonim learned that this, this back and forth was a miscommunication because Rava wasn't saying, I had no clue why I do it, because you see Amalei, Rava responds, of course we, we use a avuka, of course we use a torch when we make Havdalah. You don't hold the avuka lavdala mitzvah and a mubchar, that a person has to use an avuka, he has to use a torch, and that's why I, I have my shamish using a torch for Havdalah, that's how we paskin. So by the way, it, it's just to look at the words, mitzvah mina mubchar, it's the best way to do it. The halacha is, let's say you do not, this is brought down in, in Simon Reish Tzadiches in, in Hilchah Shabbos, let's say you do not have a double wick, you only have one candle, or you have a match, you have a lighter maybe. So what do you, what do, you do? So Allah is you still make a bracha of bayre ma'areish on it. It's only a mitzvah and amovchar, it's extra credit. It's it's better to do it when you have an avuka, when you have a torch. What is defined as a torch? So the Paiskim say you need to have two two wicks together. So if you look, if you look deeper in the Paiskim, so I brought this along, it's from show and tell. So this is something you'll find in your uh, your classic Judaica store. They sell Havdalah candles. This is not considered two wicks. It, I mean, it has two wicks. You can't even see it, but it has two wicks stuck together. There's no uh, there's no break in between. So a lot of these fat candles, honestly, it doesn't say anywhere Havdalah candle in it. But they sell it in the Judaica stores, and people assume it's a Havdalah candle. Now your your yaitza, your yaitza with a regular candle. But your, your classic Havdalah candle, that, this one's broken, <laughs> but that has a few wicks, so that is considered an avuka. Now, why is there a, why is there a mitzvah and a mubchar to do that? Because the Archashokhan explains, it's found earlier, the Lavush, that when you're making the bracha of Bayre Ma'areish, what, what's the bracha? The bracha is on the, that, that Hashem created fire on Saturday night, in, during, during, you know, after the Sheish Shesimei Bereshis. So when you're making a bracha on fire, you want to have a beautiful fire. The Aruch HaShulchan explains, you want to see the colors, you want to see the, the contrast, what's going on in that fire, and you have a little flame, you're not going to see it. It's like kind of similar to what we said with the, uh, with, with, with the Hidr Mitzvah of eating matzah l'tayavain. So every time you do a mitzvah, there's the best way to do it. The mitzvah and the the with a nice flame, a serious, you know, rebisha havdala candle, that gives you the bracha of, of barei ma'arei ha'esh. So that's the, that's the halacha, and it's only a mitzvah and a mavchar. Where does this come up? It comes up on yantif. So on yantif, unless you have your havdala candle, you have a big one that you're keeping on, the whole yantif, I wouldn't advise that for safety reasons, but for most people, at most, you'll have a yardside candle on, you'll have your Shabbos candles, your Yontif candles that you lit before Yontif, that you lit, I'm saying, going into the, the, the next night of Yontif, but you don't have a Havdalah candle. So what, so what should you do? So to light a Havdalah candle, it's not so simple because it's not really a, a, uh, a need, and it's not a Yontif need to light a new candle. We probably shouldn't do it. There's no Eichel Nefesh there. So the question is, should you put two candles together? That's really the question. So if you look, many homes, they'll have, it's, it's yesh v'yesh. If that's how it's brought on the Paiskin. I think most families do not. They do not put candles together. They just simply make the bracha. They're making the making Kiddush. Yesterday's uh, Nusach, right? You first make your Kiddush. You make your Hagafen, your Kiddush. Then you make the Bari Maraish. They're not doing anything. They're, they're just by the Shabbos table. And they're looking at the candles, but they're not putting candles together. Why is that? Because there's a concern that you might cause the candles to extinguish. You know, experience has shown when you start putting uh, wicks together, it doesn't really work. Especially with uh, tea lights, you can end up extinguishing something. So you can end up... Again, it would, it would not be a davar shemeshavein. We just had that a few days ago. So there's different minhagim. Some say it's worth the risk because you're being yaitz of the mitzvah and amovchah, and some say it's not. So I think most hold you don't, but there are definitely families that do that. It's brought down in the paiskim to do, you know, one of these things.
Okay, we had a Shiloh and the Dira. So sometimes you had your, your Dira Mayrev, and then you didn't have Avdala. So, so the question was, can you take two cigarettes and put it together? Let's say you don't have any candles. So there, it, it depends. If there's, a, if there's an actual ash, if there's going to be a glow, a real fire, so that could be considered two candles. You have a tobacco candle and you have a wax candle. But first of all, mitzvah and amuvchar is to use wax. And if it's not going to be a nice fire, so it wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be appropriate. But the halacha... If it's probably better to just use one candle. If you don't have two candles, use one candle. All you need, that's all you need. It's only a mitzvah and a muvchar to have two candles. So that would be the better etzah. Okay, now once we mention Havdalah, we're going to go back to the story. Rabbi Yaakov, again, he's spending his Shabbaton by Rava, and, he, and this is what's going on by Havdalah. So Pasach, Rava opens up Havdalah, and he says like this. V'amar, he says, Baruch atah Hashem v'kinah malach ha'elam. It's not broken the Gemara, but that's what he said. Hamavdu ben Kodesh l'chol. The one who separates bein kodesh l'chol, bein or l'chayshech, bein yisrael la'amim, bein yom ha'shvi l'sheishes simei ha'masa, brochat ha'ashem ha'mavdu bein kodesh l'chol. Sounds familiar. Okay. Omar Leir, Yaakov tells Rava, lama lach kulihai. Why do you need four types of havdalah? You're making havdalah? See, why do you have four havdalahs? Just say one. V'amar Rav Yehuda, Omar Rav, the name of Rav, ha'mavdu bein kodesh l'chol, zuhi havdalah says Rav Yehuda nasi. All you had to say was Baruch Hashem, right? We actually, some people do this. You make the Baruch Hamavdil and then you're, you you get out of Shabbos, right? That that's we, that's the that's the minute, the practice. If you're not going to make it alakayis, so you have to drive, and you didn't have marv yet, you would make the Baruch Hamavdil ben Kadosh That that's Havdala. So I'm Malei Rava told Rav Yaakov, I know kahas I hold like the following shita. Damarav Elazar, Damarav Ishaya, Hapeiches, someone who's minimizing the Havdalas. He wants the abridged version of Havdalah. So, you need to have at least three Havdalas when you, when you make Havdalah. Which is, Okay, now all three of them are, are specifically, this is brought down in the Sefer Hamanag, regarding Shabbos. Ar is, uh, is, is, um, I think that's, that, that's based on the, the R of, of creation. Ben Sorry, Ben Kodesh Shachol is, is evident, Shabbos on the weekday. And Yisrael Amim that a, a Nachri is not obligated in Shabbos, they cannot keep Shabbos. It's one of the factors that differentiate between us and the Umas Ailam. So, either way, it's important to have at least three. Vaham Moisif, let's say you want to add on, you want the extra credit, uh, Havdalah. La Yosef al Sheva, don't do more than seven Havdalahs. So, how could so 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 Ravu was saying I don't hold like Rav that all you need is Hamavdu ben Kodesh Shachol I hold like Rabbi Lazar I'm Rabbi Shaya that it's either three or in between three or seven so Amalei of Yaakov wasn't happy with this he said Vahamar leitzlasa Amar v'leishev Amar he didn't say three and he didn't say seven why did you do a random number why did you pick four so he said the following Amar le so Rabbi said I'll explain to you why I chose to do four Havdalis. Ibra, really, I only said three. I said, sorry, What's this fourth one of That's not another Havdalah. That's Me'in Chasimahi. That is to be similar to the Chasimah. What's the Chasimah? Chasimah is the end of the Bracha. What's the end of the Bracha? Look at your, your, your Zemiris. And there's an Indian. Which is actually an obligation from Rav Yehuda. I'm a Shmuel. Hamavdil tzarich shiyomer mein chasima samach lachasimasai, which is a theme we find in Hochos Brachos that your chasima, the end of the the end of the 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 bracha, the final part of the bracha, 
So right before you see that last Baruchat Hashem, right, Yoytzer Hamayres, whatever, you'll see that you want to have the Me'in Chasima, something similar to that last sentence, like in your concluding statement of the bracha, you want to have Me'in Chasima Samach Lachasimasai. So since the end of the bracha is, meaning the final words is Baruchat Hashem, Hamavdulin Kardeshachal, so it makes sense to finish the the paragraph of Havdalah with something that's me'ain, similar to that. What's me'ain? That's pinyam ha'shvi, l'sheish yisimei which is the same thing as ha'mad ben kodesh, which is yam ha'shvi, l'chol, and the l'sheish yisimei ha'masa. Okay. U'pumpadisai amri, and the people in Pumpadisai, they said something different. They held that the structure of a bracha is me'ain pesichasan, samach l'chasimasan. You want to have something that's similar to the opening line of the Bracha, that should be part of the concluding sentence before you finish the bracha. So, my binai, what's the practical difference between the people of Pumpa Desai and everyone else? So, Ikabinaya, the following Yantif Shechalias Acher Shabbos. So, once again, take your Siddur, take your Machzer, look at the Kiddush we're going to say this year, Matsoi Shabbos, which is the first night of Pesach. To Chasminon, that we finish, what's the end of the bracha? Hamavdo ben kaidesh le kaidesh. That's the bracha. Not ben kaidesh at all, it's ben kaidesh le kaidesh. Right? Because it's from Shabbos to Yantif. So, manda omar me'en psichas and samachasimasan. The one who holds that you need to have that the psicha, the, the beginning of the bracha, has to be repeated at the end as your concluding statement before you finish the bracha. Loi boy le you don't have to say the following sentence. Why? Because that's something that has nothing to do with the beginning. So if you look at the at the Siddur, what you would have is you have right? That's the beginning of the bracha. So that beginning has nothing to do with Yantif. The beginning is right? So all you have to do is say, and you've already repeated. The opening line. The opening line is Hamavdu ben Kadesh Shachol ben Alachayish Vilanai. Right? Ben Kedusha Shabbos, Kedusha Yantav Vidalta. Right? Vesem Ashvili Sheish Me Hamaisa Kedash. I'm saying it by heart. But you already repeated Me'ain Psicha. So I don't need to say Ben Kedusha Shabbos, Kedusha Yantav Vidalta. That's nothing to do with the beginning. But the Mandam who holds me in Chasimasan Samech Lachasimasan that you have to the the last sentence before the bracha has to be Me'ain Chasima. It has to be similar to the actual bracha. So then, what's the chasima? The chasima is baruch atah Hashem hamavdu ben kodesh lekodesh. So the chas the end of the previous line has to be something similar, which is by the way, maybe kedusha shabbos lekedusha ziyantov hevdalta, which is similar to hamavdu ben kodesh lekodesh, where you're separate between kedusha shabbos and kedusha ziyantov. Let's just do one more piece. Gufa, Amr Rabbi Lazar, Amr Rabbi Shaya, Hapaiches, someone who is minimizing the Havdalas, La Yivchais Mishalash, don't do less than three, Vahamaisif, and you're adding La Yosef Asheva, don't do more than seven. That's going to be the theme of, of the rest of the Amr. We'll just do a little more because tomorrow's Friday, we'll do a quicker recording. So let's just do a little more. Mesfit, ask the following question. Oimer, the Bryce says like this. Oimer, Havdalas, Vimotsoi Shabbos, you say Havdalas, Vimotsi Shabbos, Uvimotsi Yamim Taimit, Uvimotsi Yamim Taimim, on a Matsi Yantif, Uvimotsi Yamim Kippurim, Matsi Yamim Kippur, you say Havdalas as well, Uvimotsi Shabbos Liyantif, this year, Pesach night, Uvimotsi Yantif, Lechola Shemite. And after Yantif, you also make Havdalas going into Cholamite. 
But there's one time we don't. Let's say you have Friday as Yantif. So Friday night, you do not make Havdallah going into Shabbos. Why not? So the Rishonim explained, because you only make Havdallah when you're going from a Kedusha Hamura to a Kedusha Kala. When you're going from a greater level of Kedusha to a lower level. From Yom Kippur back to the week, from Yantif to Chalamite. But from Yantif going into Shabbos, you know, sometimes we, we don't appreciate Shabbos, because Shabbos is every single week. But Shabbos is a higher level than Yantif. Even though Yantif is Zmanim, it comes occasionally, Shabbos is a higher level. So we don't make the, we do not make Havdalah going from Friday into Shabbos. Additionally, typically, you could make an early Shabbos, even though Friday is Yantif, and why are you pushing away Yantif? Shabbos is a higher level of Kedusha than Yantif. So you're allowed to make early Shabbos, and therefore, obviously, you would not make Havdalah, going into Shabbos. Okay, so Haragil, again, they didn't have Sederim back then. So we, we try to minimize what you have to say, because if you have to say a long text, well, there's no text, but you, you, people would forget. So Haragil, someone who knows how to, how to read, meaning knows what to say, Oymer, he should say Harbi, say a lot of Havdalahs. Vishayin Haragil, if you don't know what you're talking about, Oymer Achas, all you say is one. So what's the kasha? Rabbi Ishaya said you shouldn't do less than three. And here we have an explicit brisa that says, if you don't know too much, just say achas, just say one. So the Gemara says, Tanoi, it's actually machlekes and tanoim. Dom Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, Benon shal kedoshim oimer. There was someone called the Benon shal kedoshim, the sons of kedoshim. He said, all you do is achas, you make one havdalah, one mavdun in kodesh l'chal. But everyone else argued, and therefore, and the practice of the people was which was to say three havdalah. So you're telling me there was there there Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshaya, He could simply tell you he was going with what Most people did three, and they did not rely on one. So my nihu who is considered Benon Shal So the Gemara says Rabbi Nachem Bar Simai. He was called Menachem Bar Simai. Vamai Karle Benon Shal Kadoshim. Why they call him sons of Kadoshim? Delay Yistaka B'Tzurta D'Zuza. He would not look at an image that was etched out in a, in a coin. Most most of the Rishonim learn that this means there was an image of their deities, some type of Avodah Zarah on their coins. So if you look at the, there's a there's a blog called Talmudology or something like that. He has all the historical pieces and scientific pieces on the daf. He's usually up to date, so I'm just reading it for two seconds. So he brings all these archaeological findings of these coins that had these images from the times of the Gemara. It seems like that was prevalent. You have to figure out why he was special for not looking at it, and everyone else was allowed to look at it. But either way, that's why he was called Benon Shalkedashim. Okay, let's just do one more line. Shalach lehu rab shmur bar idi chanani achi amer achas chanani. My brother says one. All you need to do is one avdala. The last hachas akavase. We do not pass in the game. We pass in. You need to have three havdalas. That's the minimum. We added that fourth one to have the me'ain chasima. Samach lechasima. And that's how we have our text of, of, of havdala. Okay, so we'll stop here. So tomorrow we'll just do a recording. It won't be a live share. And Shabbos, I hope to be back in shul, and we could have a live daf. So we'll stay. We'll we'll, we'll be in touch.